ladies and gentlemen, witness and behold the world's least responsive view listener mailbag. Many podcasts across the width and breadth of the internetosphere claim interest in the writings of listeners, but only one podcast holds their respect and disregards the timeliness in equal amounts. Bear witness to blurry photos, listener mere supplemental. There was one guy I had to put him down. Well, let's 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 kick this thing off where they collectively felt dry fuss. Aww, Damn it! Aww. There it goes. I think we're all feeling that a little bit. Oh, hello. Hi, my name's David Flora. My name's David Stecco. And we are liars. Who have- <laughs> no, I am the Stecco and he is the Flora. That's right. And one of I us always- sword and I'm the pan now. <laughs> <laughs> one of us tells the truth and one of us always lies. How does that, how, how does that riddle go? How, what's the answer to that? Uh, there's, there's one thing that you ask the, the yeah. dude, you ask either one of them. One and, guy, yeah. if the other one would tell you. The tr- yeah, the this truth. is yeah, this is what you want to know. I always forget. Oh, what a lie! So, uh, listener mail. This is the this is the part of the show where you're the star. Just kidding. It's still pretty much us. We just make a big deal out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> we've uh, got uh, we've got a hearty amount of of Denty Moore listener mail. Oh, here. we do with lots of rich chunks of lettuce and <laughs> beef nuggets. <laughs> lettuce does lettuce. not mm. lettuce doesn't belong in and stew. Dinty more lettuce. <laughs> now with fewer calories. Yeah. Uh another bowl of lettuce chowder over here, please. <laughs> with extra romaine. Uh for the listener, it should be knowing that uh Flora is getting ready to return for a little stint to his his old Kentucky home. Oh yeah. If you're and, in Kentucky, try and find me, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and to that end, he has been drinking through the last of his Kentucky bourbon because he knows he gets to reload. So, yep, I reload on on bourbon and L eight. Yeah, it's a crazy drink. It's a it's a it's a ginger drink of of magical deliciousness. Yeah, will you bring me a six pack of that? I will give you money for it. I sure will. Sweet. All right. Listener mail. This is what you're here for yourself. Yep. Mm-hmm. We've got we got a, a righteous stack betwixt oh, us. We do. We do have actually righteous and, stack is a pretty cool name for like a band. Okay, just saying. Is that a Christian band? <laughs> mm, maybe, but like the the cover of the first album is like Marshall stacks, but it just says righteous wherever it would say Marshall. What's a Marshall stack? It's like the it's like the 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 tube amp and the great big speaker part. Oh. Marshall stacks, they stack I up. See. And you, you've seen them. Probably, but anyway. I don't know what these kids are listening to these days. Ezzy, what do you think of my jokes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> is, is it a dick move for me to treat your dog like a sound button? <laughs> Not when you can, I guess. <laughs> it's so easy. You're on farm, Ezzy. Hey, Ezzy, what do you think of the president? <laughs> <laughs> GMOs? <laughs> Whoa. Not a fan. What about uh, Jane Fonda? <laughs> <laughs> Never forget America. <laughs> 
well, you know what we should do is just uh, we should just like get a really clean recording of Ezzy uh, flipping out and use that for our um, our badger sound or whatever oh, we. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so let's kick this thing off. Let's let's do it. Let's get into it. That's the end of a do. That's right. All right, right off the bat, boom. Lunar Kitty. Lunar Kitty? Didn't you hear they put a kitty on the moon? <laughs> what are they doing with our tax money? I don't think that kitty can breathe up there. <laughs> Y'all should leave Earth. Oh, Lunar Kitty hits us with the following um, and uh, a little taste of foreshadowing. What? Yeah. Luna Kitty wants to hear a little bit more about uh, stuff with South Asia and Southern Islands mythology and monsters. I mean, what? Really? Yeah. I don't I mean, we have been I feel like we've been carpet bombing the Philippines and Japan. Well, I mean, it's weird. The timing of this. This was sent forever ago. Yeah. Sorry. But but we have just come around to trying to, to tool out an episode kind of all about that so yeah so we we might we might be uh carl junging it up here for asked you. and answered your honor asked and answered <laughs> um also uh i mean this is not a pun just so you know this is an, an actual factual fact about the way the world operates oh okay uh do you know the real reason that hp lovecraft was taken out Who? of school uh hp lovecraft ever heard of him oh yeah that, I remember. yeah jesus flora it was because of a particular bully that was always picking on him who a jerk by the name of P.H. Shovecraft. Oh. Yeah. Hate that guy. Well, I got to say, though, he treated it seriously. <laughs> it wasn't just a shove hobby. <laughs> it was a shovecraft. <laughs> he was a master at what he did. That's right. <laughs> and uh, also some um, some fun tips about... Remember when I was saying that I, I've been alarming people by cleaning my fingernails with a knife? Oh, Sure. Lunar Kitty gave me some great tips on alternative things I could do that are more socially acceptable. Toothpicks, pen caps, <laughs> uh, perhaps Too fat. thumbtacks. Um, Too you small. know, these are things that we can use. Um, <laughs> at this point, I've established that I'm kind of a knife fingernail cleaner at the office, but in public, yes, I'm going to do that. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, Lunar Kitty. Well, thanks, Lunar yeah, Kitty. And, I mean, it's hard to prove a negative, but I'm sure you're going to keep me out of jail at some point with that advice. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Uh, Lunar Kitty also has a uh, Parthenian shot, as it were. <laughs> Lunar Kitty uh, hits us with a, 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 a not-so-superpower, but, boy, a, a very arguable utility. Okay. X-ray vision, but it only goes through one layer. Oh. So, in, like, moderate weather... Say at the beach, ring and ding ding. <laughs> Although my question is this: Would the person just appear as just like bone and and muscle, except for the bikini area? Right. <laughs> right. The person being a girl, because I'm imagining me having this. Uh, I am assuming. So, so it's just like a weird wet meat monster with fully visible genitals. <laughs> Which is why it's not so superpower. <laughs> oh my god! What a great torturous superpower. <laughs> So the only way it really works is if a person's wearing like 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 a green man suit or something. You know? <laughs> That's funny. Oh, really good one. Nice. Thanks, Lunar Kitty. And what's the sound of Lunar Kitty in space? That's correct. All right. Uh, <laughs> I have heard from <gasps> Josie. Oh, 
Oh, hello, Josie. Josie, where you been? Uh, Josie actually uh, has an update on her dreams. Ooh. Uh, she says a few weeks ago she had a dream where her favorite wrestler, Ultra Mantis Black, was teaching her how to drive along with his stable of wrestlers instead of her dad, which has been the norm for every time they've gone out and she's nearly crashed. And also, uh, the morning she wrote this, she woke up and uh, remembered dreaming about avocados and them being ripe, which is, to her, super inane, because who dreams about ripe food? Hmm. Huh. What do you think? What do you think? What? Do you, how would you interpret that dream? Driving with a wrestler and then dreaming about ripe avocados. Too busy Googling Ultra Mantis Black. <laughs> <laughs> Never heard of Ultramantis Black. I, I actually haven't either. Is he a is he a wrestler in the UK? Um, also, is his finishing move the head eater? <laughs> okay, <clears throat> Ultramantis Black <laughs> has a couple of ring names. There's the Black Mantis, Insecto del Espacio, Ultramantis, and Ultramantis Black. Wow. At six feet, zero inches, weighing 206 pounds, billed from the Black Tea Garden and parts unknown, trained by Mike Quackenbush, the <laughs> Reckless Youth, Chris Hero, and Jorge Rivera. Not Rivera. <laughs> yes. The same. <laughs> 206 pounds of twisted steel and sex appeal. That's right. Ultramantis Black was born July 17th, 1975, and he wrestles primarily in the Chikara professional, professional wrestling promotion. Wow. Is yeah. that in Spain? Dude, that guy's like my age. <laughs> okay. I could be a pro wrestler? Yes. Shit. We all could. Oh my gosh, listeners, uh, pro wrestling names for both me and Flora. <laughs> Mostly me. Uh, that's that's awesome. Um, wow. I'm sorry, but when you when you drop the name Ultramantis Black at the beginning of your story, expect lighter attention <laughs> from that point forward from yeah. me. The avocados. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, let's get back to the. Let's get back to this then. Okay. Well, the wrestler is in control. He dominates yeah. the ring. He dominates the wheel. He dominates traffic. So, of course, things are going to go better right. with him. The avocado um, is fatty, which ostensibly is bad for you, but they're the good for you fats. Mm, yeah. They're part of a really well-balanced diet. Um, Lots and of vitamin so, E as well, yeah. which is good for sexuality. Yeah. So really what the, the avocado is saying is, listen, there's going to be a lot of things in you that say, stay away from this. It's too much. You can't handle it, but it's actually really good for you. And so it's about, it's about uh, sexual freedom. That's oh, what this, that's I, what the dream's like about. That. So thank you very much. I'm so, oh. I'm so glad we could help you with that. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Jose. Let's see. Uh, oh, our next email is from listener Danny. J God damn it. Who? Danny. God damn it. Yes, pretty much. Um, uh, oh, oh no, it's, I'm sorry. It's pronounced Danny giblets. Oh, uh, uh, Danny giblets hits us with, uh, this email. Oh, her, der, um, uh, eat boogers and, um, uh, I wear farts for cologne. Her, der. <laughs> Why am I so? Why would he take the time to write that? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, okay. So he's got he's got a not so superpower. Oh, two of them. 
He's been pretty good at not so superpowers. Yeah, dude. I know, I know, I know. He's he's. I, I hate that I can't hate him. <laughs> uh, Danny, here we go. Uh, spoiled alert: the ability to cause any food or drink to go bad instantly. Wow. Uh, but since honey does not spoil, it is your kryptonite. Ooh, nice. That's I a really like nice that. thing. Yeah. Although, if you can cause any food to go bad instantly, th- I, I I think that's like just a superpower. <laughs> pretty powerful. Yeah, I mean, pretty powerful. But I like that you went the extra mile to. Yeah, honey is the kryptonite. That makes yeah. really good sense. I like I like that. There's some lore there. <laughs> I like some lore. Yeah. You like any lore there? Hey, Paul? Yeah. Paul, you got any of that lore? I like lore, Dave. All right, because this guy's got lore. Lore. Lore, everybody. I like lore. I'll never get old and tired of that joke. Uh, Also, the 50-50 shot. You're bulletproof, but only to every other bullet fired at you. (laughs) Yeah, alternating bulletproofedness, which is still, you know, twice as bulletproof as anybody else is. (laughs) That's pretty good. Yeah. This is the part that's hardest to say. Thank you, Danny Giblets. <laughs> but for real, thank you. I have, I have a missive from the soaring buffalo of incredulity. I believe it's pronounced incredulity. <laughs> a bison as well and flying the flying bison of incredulity. Uh, the soaring buffalo is a new listener. Hey, welcome aboard. Yes, yes. Hello, Buffalo. Oh. Flora. Huh? Buffalo call sound. <laughs> yeah, that'll get you some buffalo. <laughs> Likes the show, which we love. And uh, yeah, actually says great job on the original ghost story, by the way. Ah, well done. Well, thank you, Thorn Buffalo. Let me just check my glasses. Is that Bill Shakespeare over there? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and useless superpowers. Soaring Buffalo has useless superpowers. Perfect. That's what I want. Uh, Here we go. Ortho proliferation. (laughs) Okay. You have extendable arms and legs, but just the bone. (laughs) (laughs) You can Wolverine your whole damn arm. (laughs) Snorked. (laughs) Oh, wow. I'm the best at what I... Oh, God. That's brilliant. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Uh, also, Flight of the Navigator Neosis. This is a condition granting you the ability to fly. Oh, God. I thought I could go back to the movie Flight of the Navigator, which is one of the last movies in which Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker is smoking hot. But it grants you the ability to fly, but only through extreme concentration, requiring you to keep your eyes closed. Oh, <laughs> I like that. Not bad. Wow. <laughs> that's that's yeah, that's pretty righteous. And and signs off, he signs off your Native American audience. Ooh. How about them apples? That's awesome. I love it. Nice. Thank you, soaring buffalo of incredulity. Yes. Oh, up next we got ourselves. Uh, there's a message from the mill rat. The mill rat. Mommy, mommy, there's a rat at the mill. What? There's a rat. Why don't you catch it? We'll have it for some stew. No, no, mommy. This rat is educated. It's written as a letter. That one's educated around there. 
<laughs> oh, but the mill rat is mummy. <laughs> oh, the, the mill rat. <laughs> Hits us up. Uh, uh, loves the podcast. Likes what we do. Thinks that we're informative. Well, geez, right. Louise. This is an educated mill rat indeed. Yeah, welcome aboard. Um, <laughs> listens to the podcast during 12-hour shifts. Oh. Yeah, just don't listen to it for the full 12 hours. There's a real, like... LD50 on this podcast that if you if you exceed it only through intensive training uh, from the Paint and Bob Institute of prolonged podcast listening yep. will you be ready you 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 have to like become his Padawan and call him Sensei PB PBLL <laughs> that's right uh, Dave you ever worked twelve hour shifts before oh yeah I do it I do it to this day sometimes <laughs> well, yeah 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 sometimes sometimes the auction house she requires everything I uh. I worked at a, a factory um, just out of uh, high school just for a summer thing, you know, and uh, there were 12-hour swing shifts. <sighs> you ever done that? No. You have to – a swing shift is when you, you work – Just sodomizes it's your like circadian It's like three rooms. on, two off, uh, two on, three off, and each each time you're on, you're switching from days to nights. And Ugh. Yep. Pass. Well, that's, I mean, I, I think maybe that's why we got us a mill rat. I suspect <laughs> a mill worker. And uh, has a really, I, I like, it's so good. We're going to do it. Oh. Uh, and so I'm not even going to say it because I don't want to spoilers it. But mill rat, you're right. You're fucking right. The hell is it? A show suggestion. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. So we just had a quick uh, confab and discussed it. Yes. Ratified double, triple stamp. I don't know when we'll get to it because... Just ask Edgar, Edgar Casey. Sometimes it can take a while for us to get around, <laughs> but that's that is definitely on the hot list. Well played, Sounds Mill good. Rat. Well done, Mill Rat. Like to call to order. This yes, 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 yes. Everyone, please settle, please. Take your seats. Each to their own. Orderly fashion. Then two seats to go around. This is a fancy cat. Lord Toastroke, thank you for hosting this meeting of the fancy feasters here in prestigious Grey Cat Manor. <laughs> Grey Cat Fancy Feast, King fancy of feast. Halloween. King of Halloween. Grey Cat Fancy Feast. Fancy uh, Feast. Fancy, fancy Feast. feast. Uh, useless superpower. <gasps> you ready? I no. Okay. I can't be. It's then, not possible. Then here we go. Kellerportation: the ability to teleport, but you're in the body of Helen Keller. <laughs> I mean, points for integrating the name. <laughs> you can go wherever you want, but you won't know where you are, and you can't tell anybody why you're there. <laughs> <laughs> I I would take that. I would take that one just so you could just poof yourself in the middle of like the Mall of America in Minnesota, just <laughs> and then poof, disappear again. God, <laughs> I like that. Wow, as only quite ribald gray cat and doff of the hat too. Well done. Yes, thank you, sir. This is the part where I blow out the mics, going. <gasps> Lana! 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 Hey, Lana. 
Lana. Lana, 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 Lana. Phrasing, Lana. That's right. <laughs> hey, Lana. How do? Uh, oh, she says, hey, guys, I missed you. And we've missed you as oh, well. Lana. Enchanté, mon ami. Oh, Lana. We've missed you. Don't ever leave. You're yeah. one of us. Oh, well, guess what? One of us. She is one of us. Uh, you know why she's been so busy? She just finished her master's. Congratulations. Oh, boosh. Moved back to Kentucky. Oh, oh double boosh. And she has already organized a Bigfoot program at the library. Triple boosh. That's right. <laughs> I like that she, she went on vacation and then got a real professional lady job. Wow. <laughs> Wish I could. <laughs> boosh. We don't care who we hurt. I hurt myself. Oh, <laughs> went on vacation. Wonder where she went. Yeah, well, ride us back, Lana. Got, got my masters. Flew to parts unknown. <laughs> That's right. Well, probably she probably wanted an expedition looking for scratch. She needs to post on Imgur that that little success kid and be like, completed <laughs> masters, went on vacation, got a job. Yeah, that's true. Little fisty kid. That's his <laughs> name. Fisty kid. Fist, fisty kid. <laughs> fisty child. Um. She's got experts with foot molds, audio, video, stories. Jesus. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and uh, send us your address. We'll send you some blurry photober stuff. We'll send you some cards and whatnot. Hand them out to the people. By the way. On on the other hand, let them know that it's a little... Maybe maybe not. It's at a library, and then all these kids are like, Mama, what are sweet, sweet tattoos? I'm willing to take that chance. Me too. Uh, <laughs> I don't. She just got the job, though. She just got a job. Let's not rock the boat. Oh man. You know what? I'll leave it to you, Lana. Leave it to you. Yeah, balls in your court, Lana. Sure. Hey, and and also, is it a job in in Louisville? Because Louisville, um, Lar- Larville. Because we can, we can. Yeah, I'd like to also take this opportunity to thank uh, the 2014 miscrypted prize pack winner steven oh god yes because he sent us some righteous uh bumper stickers yep 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 i'm gonna throw those stickers on everything i'm gonna yeah, get fired from my job because there's gonna be a priceless work of art with a blurry <laughs> photo sticker in the middle of it i'll be like i helped it it looked like shit <laughs> no it looks awesome <laughs> who doesn't want that <laughs> Um, but the point is, uh, Lana, um, yeah, let it, let us know when, when, when you're doing your, your Bigfoot. No, it's October we 30th. We're going to, we're going to. Oh, oh, okay. Okay. I mean, it's just, that's it true. might as well be October 30th. <laughs> uh, yeah. Awesome. That's, that's great. No, no Squatch episodes for, uh, for us, uh, yet, but you know, once we do, you can, you can organize another and play us. What, what's going on? <laughs> I'm reading the rest of this listener man. I'm sorry, I I, I keep rambling. I <laughs> did. I hope you're ready for this. I'm not. Um. So, uh, um. So she finally got caught up with the podcast, but um, she got so busy that she had a nightmare that I was at her house, and uh, she took me to the barn to show to show me her cats. But then we got attacked by wolves and had to hide in the barn loft. Then I yelled at her for the rest of the dream because she took me out to a wolf-infested bar. (laughs) All I'm saying, Lana, is that wolves are not quiet creatures. You knew there were wolves in the barn. (laughs) Also, awesome first date. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it was okay because uh, I was okay with everything because she made me a pie and it's true. 
Oh, I pie calms me right down. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> probably probably watching UK basketball. Probably driving a giant truck with a sign on the side that <laughs> a giant truck on the side that said "Floor is pack of wolves." <laughs> 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 Enjoy your bond time, Stecco. <laughs> uh, oh, this has been the this has been one of the Wolf, wolf Farm. Yeah. <laughs> Extra feral. <laughs> <laughs> so the dream was what made her decide to catch up on the podcast. Well, yeah, I'm glad something did. <laughs> Oh, and, 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 and a product for the ladies. Get out of here. That's right. Ladies, are you tired of going solo to Jewish weddings and holy high holidays? Yeah. Tired of your mother disapproving of your non-Jewish boyfriends? He's nice, I suppose. Are you at your wit's end having to listen to your already married friends and relatives ask why you're still single? Yeah. Well, fly solo no longer with Solom, the single woman's solution to relationships. Solom is revolutionizing the dating world. Just visit your nearest available rabbi and fill out an order form for your very own Solom. Satisfaction is 100% guaranteed, and each Solom is custom made to fit your personal taste. Finally, have a man that can't refuse a single thing you want. Literally, they can't. Your Solom will not only protect you from the forces of evil, but he will also follow your every command. Solom's can be upgraded to come with advanced cleaning skills. And the best part is they never talk about themselves. They only listen. Order now and have your custom-made Solom in time for Hanukkah and Christmas. Just remember... <laughs> Just remember, ladies, why be solo when you can be with Solom? Solom may grow out of control and destroy the world. You are not responsible for any destruction, murder, or torture. Some restrictions apply. See Rabbi for details. <laughs> Amazing! Uh, that is awesome. Also, uh, quick PS from Lana: <laughs> the the badger noises from the sto- campfire stories scared her to death. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. Uh, at least something did it. <laughs> <laughs> That was just like a screaming lunatic. Well, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. The Badger's uh, been going through some shit. Sorry. It's under a lot of stress. <laughs> that was an awesome letter. Thank you, Lana. Thank you, Lana. Have you have you, have you tried opening up the, the choke on it a little bit? No, no, no! You just gotta, gotta like, oh, like open it all the way up and push the prime button. <laughs> Monkey wheels don't oh. care about your jokes. Monkey wheels gonna choke the life out of this track. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We're gonna like stroke out. <laughs> We are. Hey, Mikey. Mikey Wheels. Oh, Mikey Wheels hits us with a few. Uh, get ready. Strap in. I uh-huh. hope you're ready. Here's a pun. Click it or ready? ticket. It's ticket time. All right. After listening to our episode on Cahokia, he did some research, found out that one of the most popular games they play is called the Cahokia Pokia. Oh, that's what it's all about. <laughs> I put my right foot in up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
turbocharged. Uh, Mikey says he hasn't tried I Ching at all, but he does tend to practice in a bit of the belching once in a while. Oh. <laughs> Is that following eating? <laughs> 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 Mikey Wheels got the latest game informer in the mail, and apparently Studio Ghibli has a game in the works called The Ninokuni Incident. <laughs> Recently, during the filming of The Hobbit, there was a weird phenomenon discovered. You heard about this? Uh-huh. They filmed in South America, and they encountered the Nazgul lines. <laughs> So much backfire. She, she just spit all over my leg. Sorry. Jesus. No, you're not. That's pretty, impar- that's yeah, pretty that's impressive. That's pretty good. Though. Pretty good. We're, it's good distance we're not on it. He's really spitting there, everybody. <laughs> oh, one more. One more. One more lap. <laughs> one more lap. Mikey Wills says uh, he, he thinks uh, fans of the podcast, since we were asking, could be called Fleckos. Oh. <laughs> sounds, sounds like that quarterback. It does sound like Joe Flacco. That quarterback sounds like that. You know, you know what? We've we've long been in love with sports and athletic achievement. So I mean, what what could be more fitting than our buddy Joe Flacco, <laughs> our new podcast mascot? He's, he's perhaps my favorite player on the Ravens. <laughs> uh, no, 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 no. It's it's called Blurry Photos. It's it's a it's it's a podcast about the unknown. Um, but they're also kind of funny. They, 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 they make a lot of jokes. Um, then their mascot is a football quarterback. <laughs> um, you know, uh, you know, like that. It's, it's one of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, thank you. Thanks, Mikey. Mikey will head into the pit. Get those, get those tires changed out yeah, because yeah. you got a lot of, you got a lot of road ahead of you, buddy. <laughs> uh, we got a, uh, email from Jar. Captain Nate. Captain Nate. Now, when we first heard of him, he was first mate Nate, but it's been a good year for him. <laughs> Sorry, I just bosoned it up there for you. Well, you know, he has uh, his best friend's a bosun. Oh, well, that's good. Bosun Charlie. <laughs> bosun Wells. <laughs> uh, okay, I got to tell everyone this right now by way of a public service announcement. Flora and I are sort of obsessed with like a two minute YouTube video. Of Orson Welles from the early 70s, can drunk, trying to record a TV commercial for like American, like California champagne. <laughs> Google it, YouTube it, and watch it. It is, it is a crime that they only recorded two takes of this commercial. I guess technically three. Yeah, because the uh, first three yeah. was like, is it on? We're doing the thing? Yeah, is this, <laughs> and and the, the things that you should make note of is that it starts with take one. So it's not like he was there for a long time and just drank a bunch of champagne and got drunk. He showed up blasted, and he is the best kind of drunk uncle slurring idiot drunk that in Flora and I can't stop. Like, I think the script said opened with, ah, the French champagne. And every take starts with, oh, the French champagne. Oh, 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 champagne. (laughs) Watch it. You're welcome. Oh, yeah. How did we get there from Captain Nate? I I don't know what's in the captain's log, though. Yeah, that's right. Okay. A couple of things. First of all, Captain Nate bought a $10 cabinet at a yard sale 
uh, and needed something to listen to while he refinished it. Oh, that's that's a good call. The good news. No Dippick. It is a Dippickless cabinet. Yeah, so that's awesome. But likes the podcast, uh, catching up with Square One, and he's all the way up through MK Ultra. So he's making some good work. That, getting it done. Yeah. Also, uh, did you hear about the new film that Pagan Mystics, uh, who run into trouble after smoking too much sacred herbs? What? It's, it's called Druid, Where's My Car? <laughs> glorious <laughs> <laughs> and, and this is why how you know it's quality you apologize afterwards oh yeah also uh there's a new generation of young people who are very big into technology social networking and wizardry they're known as the merlinennials <laughs> wow yeah wow he's this guy he knows there's a he's, reason he's this guy captain. this guy he gets it he gets it uh you know they're finally making a film that looks like uh, that that looks at the Merlin story from another angle. They tell a variation where instead of using a stick to perform magic, he actually carries a goldfish with him as is his true source of power. I don't know where this is going, and I'm very excited to find out. <laughs> the movie will be out next year, and it's called A Fish Called Wand. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You you painted a picture. Oh. You, you painted a rich tapestry. <laughs> follows it up with "There's no apology good enough for that one." Uh, and so so thank you thank you Captain Nate. And also said we've mentioned uh, uh, ergotism a number of times. And maybe oh, yeah. maybe uh, see I, I, again. That's as far as I'm going to go with it because sure. you know I don't I don't like the spoilers yet. Okay, we got uh, you got another one from Captain Nate here. Uh, now he's in the middle of our first Bullstone episode. Wow, he is uh, Yeah, he really is. He is hustling. And loving it. Loving it. Uh, really <laughs> like the opening. Yeah. We're going to keep that up. Um, and gives us a uh, a really good suggestion uh, uh, of a great read that involves multiple time-traveling versions of yourself. It's a short story called My Wife Hates Time Travel. Oh, Interesting. Uh, did you know that some historians thought that Blackbeard was actually a candy maker? No. Yeah. See, when they read about the fierce pirates sitting outside the port demanding medicine, you know, otherwise death would come to, to the captives. All the historians read was Blackbeard made Charleston choose. <laughs> I noticed. Uh, I noticed that there is no apology after that one. He <laughs> Perhaps just, the one that should have had the yeah, best. <laughs> yeah. He just dropped that on the table and said, dig in. <laughs> I'll be in the basement. <laughs> I'll be in the hold. And also, um, he was born and raised in Alaska and has some harp stories. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, may our timbers never be shimbered. Captain Nate. Should Shim- I say that? Shimbered. <laughs> we drink when we record and we're never bored and we really want Antonio Brown to make a touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was watching the Pittsburgh Steelers play and I couldn't stop making up dumb songs about Antonio Brown. And We're keeping t- this <laughs> and, and touchdowns. <laughs> Here I was with my finger on the cut button. That's right. <laughs> nope. Oh, this is how the brownies get made. That's right. Thanks, Captain Nate. Oh, uh, uh, thank you, uh, Captain Nate. <laughs> I don't know. Shut up. All um, right. Boy, were you uh, George Lucas's racist envisioning of the Naboo trade ministers? Is that what that was all about? <laughs> They're gone out the ventilation shaft. Yeah. <laughs> Not going to survive this. Um, <laughs> Droid the cause. Hey, check this out. Uh, we have heard from 
Ironicus. What? Ironicus. Hero of Sparta? That's right. The baby that would not die on the mountainside. Did Ironicus keep saying this is Sparta even when he clearly wasn't in Sparta? Because <laughs> it's not. Is, is that him? It's the, 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 the baby de- that the, had a spoon the, the when death all it needed was a <laughs> knife. <laughs> uh, the, uh, yeah, Ironicus uh, defined as contrary to that which is expected. Oh. Uh, Ironicus just started listening to the show, uh, but he's enjoying it. God, I wish that we had a gif of you and I in like Gone with the Wind gowns and fans going. <laughs> <laughs> we'll make that happen. Yeah. He says a little known fact about Cahokia was their social safety net that provided payments to people too injured to work. Ooh. Yeah. Sounds pretty good. Only physical injuries qualified, leading to the oft repeated phrase sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never chirt me. Oh, nice. Oh, you think he's done? Thanks, Cahokabama. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was Cahobama. <laughs> That's better. Ironicus liked the Tall Tales uh, episode, but we overlooked something, Dave. Oh, shit. How practical they can be. Oh. For example, there were once two farmers. One always had huge bumper crops, and the other was constantly jealous. The jealous one started spying on his more successful neighbor to learn his secret, and every morning and every night as he tended the fields, the skilled farmer would recite tall tales. Not a word of the stories were true, but they were so evocative and well told that the jealous farmer came to enjoy his espionage. Eventually, he got impatient and demanded to know the secrets of this neighbor's high yields. The first farmer smiled and said, It's simple. To grow better crops, you just need two fertile eyes. Two fertile lies. Two fertile lies. I get it. I get it. And now some mundane superpowers. Hit me. Spirokinesis. The ability to move video game characters with your mind. Wow, that's a that's a deep cut. Spyro, the dragon. Yeah, yeah. nice, oh, nice. Reaching way back, and then the ability to make pictures of your skeleton split apart. X-ray fission. <laughs> <laughs> Bane of radiologists. <laughs> oh, he is not done. Not by a long shot. Ironicus was going through the backlog. And not surprised that we overlooked yet another thing in episode 65. We are so unspeakably stupid. Our favorite book dealer had many other tomes in his collection, but one is never mentioned by history because it was actually very dull with nothing remarkable about it. It became known as the Voynich Nondescript. (laughs) There's virtually nothing I could say to describe it. I mean, it was... Rather nondescript. Yeah. yeah. Not, <laughs> not not much to it. And then one more. Here. Oh, bring it. Uh, this is uh, an interesting fact about the I Ching. The Man in the High Castle is a novel from Philip K. Dick. Yeah. He consulted the I Ching to determine the course of the plot and many characters in it to do the same for various reasons. Of course, there's an even older Chinese oracle that fell away from history. It was made from the skin of livestock 
that had suffered from mites. They called it the It Ching, often translated as the Book of Manges. <laughs> That's great and gross. Uh, fun fact, uh, when I was in college, I was taking a class on science fiction, and we were reading um, uh, the, the seminal work by uh, Philip K. Dick, uh, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? And we had just finished reading Neuromancer uh, by William Gibson. And he goes, well, he's like, one thing you have to understand is that while they both kind of are into this dystopian future, William Gibson's is very flashy and lasers and, and, and laser and Philip K. Dick is it's, it's more about the people. It's more about the, you know, the, the bland details. Uh huh. And he was saying this at the opening of a class and he's like, but I'll tell you what, you know, if you really stick it out, you guys will find like given enough time, you really will develop a taste for Dick. And he just stopped and just looked down and he goes, there's no coming back from that. You're all out. Get you're done. Get out of here. It was like a four minute class. Wow. Yeah. He's like, go, go. You're, you're, oh, you're, he had that planned all day. Probably all damn day. Wow. Thank you. Ironicus yes. for all the missives. Thank you uh, for uh, joining the old, uh, uh blurry, uh, photos train. Indeed. Getting on at that stop and never getting off. It's like Snowpiercer. <laughs> you ever seen that? Juice? No. Did you watch that? We no, watched it. I don't. watched it. Listen, ever since the core, I don't I don't I don't watch movies with laser trains. <laughs> I have a rule now. Well, they made me have a rule. I I could argue with you, but I won't. Ooh. What do you got? Uh, I've got a uh I got an email from our friend Ben. Ben. Ben P. The P stands for posse in effect. Oh. <laughs> um, he's got a great story. Um, what is it? It's kind of a haunted dream story. So when he was in college, uh, he was a, an RA and it was in, in this old apartment building. And the other RA was his best friend since he was a kid. Like they went to school together. And while they lived in this apartment, like a lot of weird things would happen, noises and things like that. And they would joke that it was that it was haunted. But one night he had a dream and, and he likes like horror movies and things like that. He doesn't get spooked easily, but he had a dream. That oh, just, who's the tough guy? Who's oh, the fucking tough guy, normally, normally, the tough guy. Normally I'm like a, a halo jumper into areas of political unrest and I like kill all the bad guys, but save all the good people. So it's like normally I don't get scared. And also one time I crossed the river sticks because that guy owed me $20. That's right. <laughs> I get scared when kids don't get fed. My name is uh, my name is my name is Ben Posse in effect, and I'm here to fucking wreck all of yous. So fuck you. Oh, also, uh, tough guy. Don't worry. I went to college and I was an RA. I was like a nurturing mentor to a lot of younger kids because like they need somebody to look up to because a lot of them else were, they won't get fed because like a lot of them were like pussies. But I was like, hey, quit being a bunch of pussies. You want to come with me to Afghanistan? Because I'll show you what's up. Afblandistan. <laughs> when I left, it was Afblandistan because it was so boring because I f- fixed it. <laughs> also, the children got fed. <laughs> Oosh, hope, I'm Ben. I hope that Ben's going, I don't sound anything like that. <laughs> I don't understand why they're making me into that guy. Also, how did we get there? Why did they put whipped cream on my <laughs> pumpkin spice latte? I specifically dicks, ordered they, soy they and no No, I hate that. Sorry, Ben, but we're not stopping. <laughs> I just left my dojo where I had killed every master I could find. When? <laughs> so he just had this one dream that scared the bejesus out of him. 
but it was really simple. Uh, he dreamt that he was laying in his bed uh, on his side and heard a man screaming from far above. It was a continuous scream that was getting louder and louder as if someone were falling from a great height mm. toward him. He was a little panicked because it sounded as though the man was going to fall right on his head. And the scream got louder until he was screaming right in his ear. And it felt like his open mouth was touching his face. Jesus. It was your roommate, dude. <laughs> and that's what startled him awake. And he sat up and he swore he could still fare, feel the warmth of it on his cheek. And he uh, told his friend about it. And his friend was like, oh, maybe it's the ghost of the apartment. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Two weeks later, during an RA outing, his friend and him and six other reputable resident assistants from the, from the main dorm, they went camping. Okay, here's the thing. If you're all RAs and you go camping together, you're going to get murdered. I've seen a lot of documentaries on Netflix about this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also in the 80s. Yeah. So around the campfire, they're starting to tell uh, scary stories from around the campus. And his friend was like, oh, I'm going to totally dump on my friend Ben and tell him this story. What was the story about? The, the, about the, about the, the, the haunting apartment. <laughs> but another guy who had been an RA for several years interrupted his friend and several said, yeah, hours. no, there was this RA a few years ago who was the last one to be in the overflow dorm prior to us. Yeah, it's getting like kind of specific now. Uh, he was totally creeped out by the apartment. He used to tell the story of a dream where some guy fell off the roof and landed on his face. And he always said he could feel the guy's breath on him after he woke up. Weep, weep, weep. This is the other people that had the same exact hyper specific dream. <laughs> Exuant bowels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and he did. But they, Chased by a bear. <laughs> but here's the thing. Neither of them had told anybody about the dream. He was just saying, oh, their apartment's haunted. Bagoo, bagoo. Yeah. yeah. So what do you think that is? He says, is a shared dream, residual memory, ghost, coincidence? Creepy. Hmm. Uh, also, he uh, he works over in the uh, the West Coast in the animation business. A bagoo. So if we're ever over there, we're gonna we're gonna hit you up. That's going to happen. That'll happen. I refuse to miss that ha opportunity. Sorry, Ben. But <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's, my, where's that big Vagu Ben? <laughs> where's he, that guy that feeds all those kids? Is he done kicking ISIS's ass or what or something? Oh my God, I'm just oh getting to have some fun. Oh my God, I'm going to get him team pregnant. <laughs> I know this is what Ben worked because none of you look like pussies. <laughs> Uh, why why do we Ben that's not you we know you're better than that or is it (laughs) (laughs) oh that's awesome thank you thanks Ben yeah Yeah, that sounds like and and also he says we're eastern Cahokian shirt barons we are we are we have the top hats to prove it shirt barons (laughs) thanks Ben uh it sounds to me like a like a residual ghost but only in dreams that's that's a new one yeah right? but you know what that would make sense to me like uh hypnagogic state you're most, most susceptible. yeah uh, that, I, that i buy Sensitive that to that kind of shite also like if you're gonna haunt people that's a really great shitty way to haunt people oh my gosh that that is yeah <laughs> That is creepy, and I'm putting it in my pocket for when I die. <laughs> Maybe he was just truffling. <laughs> this will help you sleep. Go to sleep now. Go to sleep now. Ain't Sweet dreams. Here. Ain't Sweet dreams. Here. Just Sweet a whisper dreams. in your ear. Go to sleep now. <laughs> 
Oh, um, sweet. Moving um, on. Moving on from the best dream to the worst emails. <gasps> oh, guten tags. There's a man in town <laughs> and he's responsible for the sausages and we will call him the sausage man. No, no. because he has knockwurst and bratwurst. Uh, it's, but it's, it's so many different kinds of wurst. Wurst. But he is all man. Maybe. We will call him Manvest. Manvest. No. 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 Nine. 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 We will call him the first man. Guten Tag, Herr Wurstman. Why have you brought us today? I am so hungry for sausage. (laughs) And if you don't bring us the sausage, well then. <laughs> what if I catch you in your ding ding ding? I need your dinner for my ding 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 ding. Where are your sausages, man? Where are your sausages, man? I'll kick you in your front can. Ding 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 ding. I dance for the ding ding. I dance for the ding ding. I kick you. I sing sing. <laughs> What? <laughs> it does require like a four second silence and then a double down. Oh, wow. Um, well, he has swept up every last uh, nasty bit from the floor, put it in the grinder, and we have some pun links bring coming them. out. Bring them, bring them, bring them. <laughs> um, i boil my puns in beer first. Adam says... Uh, on the grill. He hasn't, hasn't written in a while. He's trying to get up. And, by the way, uh, topical. Can't stop using your terrible German accent every chance he gets. Sweet! Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> How about a pun? All right, then. Uh, fun <laughs> <Moving> fact. <on. laughs> REM frontman Michael Stipe once recorded a soulful single for his Native American fans centered around the ancient civilization of Cahokia. Oh, yeah? Go ahead and take a listen to that great hit. Everybody chirps <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> uh, uh, REM. Uh, he's not done. Play chunky with your friends. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, did you know that DARPA... Found, funded a workout program to get sexually programmed robots or sex bots into shape. Really? So as to resist the power of karate. Nothing says anti-American like a chubby sex bot. <laughs> of course, this program mostly involved them dancing. Uh, they called it eroticized roboticized jazzercise. Or, alternatively... Project, why are we still funding this? <laughs> I think there's a lot of projects with that name. <laughs> Colonel, cancel production of the Rubenesque bots. <laughs> Rubenesque. Uh, Adam also belay, says... Belay that order, sir. <laughs> I like them. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> uh, he really liked the DARPA episode, brought out the inner nerd in him. Nice. Uh, speaking of cool science crap... Apparently, he read a, an article about um, uh, a machine that's been built that can read brain waves and turn them into binary code and then send them to somebody else. Sweet. I think I heard about that, too. I I, uh, I think they might have mentioned that on Mysterious Universe, but very, very cool nonetheless, you know. And now for puns. Uh, <laughs> did you know Mr. Casey 
Uh, that's of the Edgar variety. Once Ooh. tried to go into osteopathy for himself. Really? Apparently, he wasn't very good at it. When he wasn't in his trance, he had no idea what he was doing. One man who sought his help was so incensed, he described his experience with Edgar, and he quotes, Osteopathetic. <laughs> Sick burn. <laughs> Want some ointment for that burn, Eddie? So bad, so bad, but... Luckily, he has a bonus pun. Nice. Unrelated to Mr. Casey, did you know that some of our listeners are organizing a music festival fundraiser to raise awareness for some sort of terminal disease? No. I hadn't heard of this. He didn't know that much about it because the lead organizer, who the festival is named after, didn't really seem all that optimistic about it anyway. And in fact, told him, it doesn't matter because we all die eventually. Watch out for any developing news about Dark Lemonade. Oh, nice. Oh, pun on listener. Wow. Oh, I love it. Wow. I like that. I like <laughs> that a lot. Done. That is exactly what I'm into. Adam, truly the worst man. The oh, best just males. the first man, Adam. Where's Why can't it be better? This, wait, what if it's like the, the, the best first? <laughs> oh. <laughs> nine. 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 That's happened. Uh, thank you, Vestman. <laughs> and so, in conclusion, uh, this particular uh, archipelago, archipelago in the southern portion of Japan uh, is very susceptible to tsunamis. And so, I, what I want us to do is build some. <laughs> Sweet Shinto Jesus! That took no time at all. Why do we keep preparing for natural occurrences when this damn Mecha Johnzilla is right off the coast? <laughs> I, <laughs> beep, boop, boop. I'm going home. I'm going home. I'm taking a vacation. Me and Mitsuko, we, we've been fighting a lot lately. Beep, There's boop. been a lot of stress in the marriage. Beep, I love translating for beep, you boop, Americans, boop. but I just, I just need some time for me. <laughs> a lot of stress on that poor guy. Oh, what's his name? Yeah. Oh, translator, <laughs> translator two six four three. Poor guy. Oh, John Zilla. Zilla was right there, right, right outside the window. Uh, John Zilla hits us uh, with uh, mundane superpower. Yeah, it's a dollar saved. The ability to perpetually have exactly one dollar in your pocket, so long as you never use that dollar, you can actually achieve this. <laughs> Everyone can have a superpower. Yeah, yeah, you can just put it out in your pocket. <laughs> Never use it. Oh. Uh, uh, did you know that uh, travelers uh, often tell a story of a... Um, prepare your stock vouchers now. Call call your uh, your, 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 your pun... What are they? Trader. Yeah, your pun trader, the guy on the inside. Uh, travelers often tell a story of a creature they encounter on the road. It's not just particularly dangerous... But it can be very annoying. It's tall and thin and dresses in black suits. And it, it likes to keep passersby f- uh, from continuing on their journey by talking at length or just getting in their way. Folks call him the Hinderman. Oh. Dink, dink, dink. The highest performing uh, puns per episode. Yep. By a long shot. This is the Peyton Manning <laughs> pun episodes. Mecha John Zabilla. Not surprisingly, given his mecha mecha ways, interested in EVPs would, would like a particular link sent unto him. Oh yeah, hang on to that. So I remember to to send it to him. You got it. 
And also uh, on Facebook, we got a, a glorious high five from the the eternal foil to Mecha Johnzilla, Gothzilla. Oh, yeah, she's from New Zealand. Can nice. you just yeah send us a recording? Because <laughs> um, here's the thing, it's a it's a tough accent. I used to do my research for uh, uh, a postdoc who is from the south, the South Island. Uh, he's from Dunedin, good. which is not far from Invercargill. Wow, keep but, going. But that's those like the words that he used. A lot of the words that I could keep. <laughs> but I love New Zealand, uh, and I, I love Christchurch. I went through there when, in the Antarctic program, and it was great. We need recordings because the hardest word to say is no, <laughs> and this is what we've got. No, 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 no. It's not bad, right? I don't know. I'm I'm going no. a different route, but no, no. <laughs> anyway, we love you, Gothzilla. We love you, Mecha Johnzilla. May you forever struggle in the briny depths of the Pacific Ocean. That's right. Uh, heard from, get this, a different Adam. What? That's correct. Oh, is this the best man? This, I, it could be. It's just the average man? Reserve your judgment. Okay. Adam K is hitting us up. Uh-huh. Just discovered our podcast. So many good things to say. Oh, man. Fantastic podcast. Ah, uh, I just, I love reading glowing reviews. <laughs> oh, thanks. Thank you. Th- though, seriously. Also, you'll be happy to know this, uh, Stecco. Uh-huh. Episode 69, you know, <laughs> the old Oak Island episode. Oh, yeah. He totally knows one tin soldier nice said uh his mom used to listen to it when he was young and he really fell in love with it when it was covered by a me first and the gimme gimme's nice see i referenced that yep he says he he hereby declares stecco's honor officially defended yay my honor (laughs) and in episode 68 thunderbirds we forgot to mention a lesser known thunderbird Oh, really? Yeah, because I we're bad we at, covered them all. We're bad at our job. I was positive that we covered we're them all. We're really bad at our job. I'm certain of it. We're awful. Uh, it's a particularly clumsy species of bird known as the blunderbird. Oh, yeah. That was a that that that, that was a telegraphed punch. I, <laughs> I saw it coming and I rolled with it. And finally, we didn't mention his favorite type of dream in, oh. uh, in our two-parter. It's a dream in which the dreamer is sharpening some kind of bladed weapon. It's called a wet dream. <laughs> See, for me, those are both because I really like to sharpen knives. <laughs> it works both ways, love. Come a bit closer. Oi, 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 sexual mongoose. <laughs> Bitten around a bit, did some traveling. Enjoying England right now. Don't say no putting down roots, but enjoy my time. Thank you, Adam K. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. All right. Oh, man. The poet laureate of the podcast, Taper. Taper. That's right. Bringing it in. Taper. Well, we haven't heard from Taper for a while, so welcome back, doctor. You know, you know it's hard Honorary to say doctorate. That. You are not allowed to set up a practice. <laughs> hard to say that, though, since we haven't, uh, we haven't, uh, it's on us. <laughs> shut up shut up um and uh and he starts right off with a kick in the crotch oh right in the ding ding right in the ding ding he kicked us in the well i don't need to wonder anymore you know what would happen if taper kicked me in the ding ding um uh it's from our darpa episode 
uh, talking about ARPANET and the internet, but uh, apparently we don't understand computer time sharing okay. or processor procedures. I don't feel bad about that. <laughs> uh, well, what, about, what does he say? What About uh, how time sharing um, made it so each second of a computer's time is split among different users which I, I thought that I had said. I don't know. I'm not going to go I back. remember I, I said um, it was like the whole computer. If somebody wasn't using it in, in Idaho, then somebody in Michigan could, could use it or, or something like that. Yeah, so it's, it's I, I simultaneously. I, it's cyclical using. I think I, I think I did talk about that a little bit. But I don't. Well, I Man, if there's one thing I don't know, it's the, the dawn of the computer age. Uh, well, well, I will completely see that that was a factually incorrect thing. I don't think. I think that's outside our jurisdiction. Well, I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I would, I would argue that we would have to be extradited to computer podcast town. <laughs> I, I'll have to say, though, that we presented it in a way that uh, made it seem like we knew what we we're talking about. So God damn it. I'll, I'll go to the penalty, penalty box for both of us. Oh, thank God, because I can't I can't survive in there anymore. Yeah, you, you had a harsh, harsh go of it. Jesus. Last last run. Yeah, that was a rough one. All right. So good. OK, you're convicted. I'll, I'll take it for us. Um, also, uh, uh, Taper is right there with me with the spiders. He went to Guatemala once giant tarantula on the, uh, I'm sorry, scorpion on the pillow under the pillow. Good. it. Scorpions too. Yeah. Scorpions are just so cool though. Oh. Have you ever seen a scorpion? Have you ever like run into one? No. I mean, yeah. Cause for- I don't go shopping a lot or anything <laughs> like that. I'm not downtown when it's Christmas, you know, from, <laughs> For most of excuse me, excuse me. For most of America, I think scorpions are like a thing for the Discovery Channel and zoos. Yeah, but and I didn't know this until it happened to me that there are scorpions in Colorado running the amok, (laughs) and I had one run over my hand on a job site in eastern Colorado, and a scorpion just like out in the world without glass or containment is terrifying. Well, I yeah yeah. It's just arachnids, dude. Yeah. For no, you. thank you. No, thank you. No. Um, also, this is a great fun fact. Oh. True story. According to Taper, I swear to God, if you're lying to me, I'll find you. Gonzalo Jimenez de Quesada, after his expedition to find the El Dorado, uh, find El Dorado failed, his law background, he actually um, went into pioneering legal innovations in New Granada slash Colombia. Okay. And um, his greatest achievement was a new, smaller torta, the tortilla. <laughs> For realsies. Wow. Yeah. We still use those things. <laughs> See, the real city of gold was his own imagination. It was snacks. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, how about a couple of mundane superpowers? I'll take them. X-way vision, the ability to see through cottage cheese. <laughs> <laughs> How about vehicular near summoning? The ability to, no matter where you are, call up a taxi to splash mud on you as it drives by. Wow. <laughs> I think I might have that. Yeah. I need to control that power need to better. Learn. Yeah. Maybe meditation. Oh, and how about this for a Splitsburg? Um, the, the, the werewolf, of course, is a man that turns into a wolf. But some say there is a wolf where should be a wolf that turns into a man. <laughs> A werewear is a wolf that under the on the light of the full moon turns into another but different wolf. <laughs> There's a lot of ways this goes weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also a couple of ideas for the names for our listeners. Uh, oh. Blurry photographers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but he thinks that actually refers to us. Oh. Uh, he would uh, put forward lens caps. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm into that. Because that's a that's We could give Dola tip of the into. lens cap to you. <laughs> Wink. Thanks, Wink. Taper. Thank you, Taper. Heard from Wes. What? Wes. 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 Whoa, what, Wes? Ooh. He probably doesn't like that. Got a pond for us. Bring it. He has information about a Canadian research program that's trying to weaponize fish. What? It's called Carpa. <laughs> Very nice, Wes. Very nice. I thank you for writing. Oh, thank you. Tink. <sighs> Tink. <sighs> Tink. Well, it looks like our Tall Tale episode's Tink. starting up again. <laughs> There's no. a podcast you <laughs> no. should know. No, these are the sounds that come from the, the the shadowy caves deep where Connor the wordsmith is fashioning each and every syllable to make it ring like silver in the ears of <laughs> listeners. Eat your heart out, Hephaestus. I can't believe that. I just rattled that off. It worked out really well. Yeah, yeah. I was in. I was inflamed by his glory. <laughs> uh, less so. That didn't quite make sense. <laughs> oh, Connor hits us with this uh, from the fiery forges of vocabularium. Vocabularium from the fiery forges of vocabularium. He mm. brings forth stories of sleep and some superpowers and a show suggestion. Oh, wow! Lots of stuff. yes. Uh, Connor used to talk in his sleep. And, uh, and I did too. Yeah, I I used to think I did, but I clearly don't. I I um I can't do it in the summer because my AC unit's too loud. But in the winter, I record myself using a, a phone app because mm. I was afraid that I was like snoring too much. Right. Good news, not really. Uh, bad news is I don't I don't talk in my sleep, and I thought I did, and I always thought that was cool. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, but they did say they were all staying in a hotel once, and his friends saw him sit up and say pass the potatoes and then proceed to like fake eat whatever he thought was in front of him <laughs> which is awesome wow um also he thinks he saw the uh, face of a demon during sleep once yeah i have uh, dreams about flora too sometimes <laughs> suck it flora cut it out <laughs> stop it <laughs> lay off me <laughs> Um, it, but it was towards the end of the dream. It was a face with huge eyes and terrifying features, and it was just red and black. And you know, uh, and he woke up screaming. It kind of makes me think of what was that that you see like a little gifs of it online gifs with a hard G. <laughs> don't you? Don't, I don't want to hear out of any of you fuckers. It's gifs. Blurry photos is taking a stand. <laughs> Imger yep. gif. Imger gift. It was G I F F E D. <laughs> we're not giving anyone anything <laughs> um what of that it's like a, a norwegian i want to say movie about a guy with a demon and like these people keep kind of like seeing it and then it's gone and there's this just super spooky scene of like the camera shifting because you just see the guy standing and as the camera shifts you realize there's someone standing right behind him and it's like this black and red super spooky demon thing boogity boogity i haven't seen that oh it's it's well Track it down after this. I'm gonna find it. Okay. You, you shit your britches. Oh. You shit your britches. Don't don't know if I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> Everyone wants to shit their britches, Flora. <laughs> Everyone. Um, but the reason he thinks it was more than a nightmare is because it was of how deeply it affected him. Is that right before he started screaming and woke up, his mom saw the same face. What? Yeah. Ha- where? 
she doesn't save. I assume she was also asleep, maybe. How strange. Yeah. That's kind of, again, shared dream experience. Yeah. That's same, two in same a night. location. Yeah. Hmm. How about some mon- mundane superpowers? Well, I'll take them. I'll take them. Situational specific alopecia. In times of stress and danger, all body hair falls off. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Very good for the Olympics. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> also, you could like rob a bank. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Telepathy through ventriloquy. Project your thoughts into others much like you would a dummy. and You can argue with yourself through another person. Uh, that's just a superpower. Yeah, that's, that's just a, superpower. a straight up superpower because you, you can... can you could do some damage with that. Yeah, you could, <laughs> you could presidential address that. <laughs> yeah. And I will not stop until America brings back the high score on Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> he did it. He did it. Oh, um, also, Connor the Wordsmith, Wordsmith would love an episode on the Tunguska explosion. Oh, really? Yeah, boy, Connor, that's going to be a tough call. Yeah, I don't know if we'll ever get oh, to that. Oh, man, like we that. might not get to that till next mic drop. Yeah, Connor. Get out of our brains. That's all right, Connor. Buckle get up. into our car. Billy Ocean. And the term namaste literally means I bow to you. Namaste. Namaste. I'm pretty sure I've had people say it to me, and I'm positive they meant "fuck you, Dave." <laughs> I'm positive. It's weird how that can be used like that. That's right. <laughs> uh, thanks, Connor, the wordsmith. Now back thanks. to the forge with you. Back to the forge. Floor, what do you got? Uh, you'll never believe this, Dave, but we heard from Alex Jones of America. Now, see, I've been telling you, I was going to get past and find us. He's been emailing us for months. <laughs> we finally got a letter through. Is, is, it, what is it just a big ad for water filters? <laughs> Strangely enough, it's not. But uh, Alex Jones of America is all in capital letters. Well, I, everything he does, I mean, he lives his life in all caps. <laughs> says um, cap locked America. Says we we consistently rate as the funniest hour of his week. Usually at work, he's smiling like a moron or laughing out loud. We like to hear that. Without meaning to, he says he's been slathering big spoonfuls of pun butter on people's toast. Nice. Most often with a nutritious pun butter on rye, followed by an apology sandwich garnished with shame. Yes. That Uh, is a lunch anyone can be forced to eat. True story. At a recent barbecue, a woman was telling him about how she had once performed in the vagina monologues. Veritable vagina monologue monologue. (laughs) And then later... She was telling everyone about her work as a cardiac nurse, all with different types of disease she treats. He said, perhaps your next performance will be the angina monologues. Oh, nice. He says, bam, what's that, nurse lady? Why are you gasping for air? Oh, I see. You're choking on a mouthful of organic pun butter. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, Alex Jones of America. You're a hard son of a bitch. What a our ticket. enemy has become our closest friend. <laughs> Way to go, you ticket! Thanks for writing. Yeah, thank you, sir. Oh well, uh, we got a, we got an email here from your mama. Oh, mine! Literally, your mother. <laughs> well, what's what she have to say? Hello, Mrs. Flora. Sorry about all the swears. Oh, uh, she didn't care. <laughs> yeah, by this point, it's been two years. Um, she makes a really good point about oh, yeah. our Bullstone episode about time travel. Oh, nice. That if we travel into the future, mm-hmm. the the person, the us that's there, 
would know that we traveled into the future and would not only not be shocked to see us, but would actually be like, well, when the f are they going to show up? <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's a very good point. She's right. Uh, Your mother's wise. And th- there's only one way to argue that, and mm-hmm. that is if you're doing it for the first time in that timeline. You get that? You get that? You know how it's like like there's multiple instances of, of, of doing the things yeah, like that? Yeah, but I still but think, the it, first, would, I think it would... there has to be a first time of it, I right? think it would still retcon uh, because, that's, because you go to visit, you go back, and then you track forward again. Yeah, but that if if you're the first incarnation of that happening... Well, and that's what a stroke if, feels if, like. If you're the first incarnation of going forward in time, the you from the future wouldn't have done that by then. See, but that's then it gets into like, well, are there parallel, yeah, you know, uh, dimensions? Is it going to split off? Maybe it's the first time for each one of them, uh, but it's just everybody makes different decisions, so it it branches out. Oh wow, blurp. So, but a very good question though. Nonetheless, that's yeah. how that's how we yeah that's how we get to the fun stuff is uh, questions like that. Um, also, um, she has another important question. She thought that David Flora was supposed to be wearing the eye patch in the Lego pick, but I was wearing it. What's up? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, no, she deserves an answer for she. Yeah, she does. But uh, the I didn't tie the the picture that I made for the episode directly into our intro i mean so like besides wouldn't you have brick if if i had given myself the bionic eye and not you i get pretty possessive about our fictional bionic appendages yeah yeah you do do. mrs flora he was just being like a really good friend Mm -hmm. to a guy who's doesn't take disappointment well you constantly talk about wanting to get cyborg yes parts i do want cyborg parts so Besides, that timeline never happened. Also, I'm wearing glasses. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> a little harder to do that. Just sharpie, on my Lego just pick. sharpie one lens in. <laughs> but yeah, thanks. Thanks for uh, <laughs> say thank you to your mother. Thanks for calling us out. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Mrs. Flora. I uh, heard from anxious tritip. <gasps> the tritip. The that's the it's the, the most tritip. nervous cut of beef. <laughs> Uh, our discussion on bitcoins made anxious tri-tip think of uh, a story where there was a sale of a 1.6 mildo house oh. for bitcoins and details some of the process of turning bitcoins into real fucking money. <laughs> a Lake Tahoe <laughs> property sold for 1.6 mildos in bitcoins. <laughs> <laughs> that noise <laughs> fuck it straight into yeah right thanks for sending us that anxious try tip mm-hmm. God. <laughs> oh. bitcoins man yeah they can't you can't get oh i love it your rage your bitcoin rage is my favorite thing i just you you should not be able to just create a currency and then let it go let it like fly you know what i'm getting for halloween bitcoin costume for your dog She's just going to run around like a little Bitcoin. <laughs> Going, I'm money, but you can't have me. <laughs> wow. Should have invested in me earlier. Oh, man. That's awesome. Uh, Do you hear that? What? Oh, well, it's simply a dramatic guitar. From the depths of the darkest desert, 
A single lone warrior rides a mighty white steed to the hacienda to once again reclaim his birthright and make safe life and liberty for all of the people of the hacienda who are not being served as well by Sergeant Garcia. This is the tale of Don Lu. <laughs> Children, children, gather around as I read to you another tale of Don Luke, who is a close personal friend of mine and one time offered to take me on a long weekend for a camping. Uh, He ended up getting sick and couldn't go, but the offer was still quite generous. And uh, someday, uh, rain check, rain check, it's going to be a great weekend. Carino, Sergeant Garcia. Oh, hello, Don Luke, who is my friend, children. I am not lying here. We are so close. I know times have been difficult in the Hacienda. I know this. This is true. I have stayed Children, up. Children, stop crying. Long nights. Until the shadows grew darker. But <laughs> trying to come up with some meager pun with which to lift our spirits. The most meager pun of Don Luke is like a feast from a fancy cat. But I could not uh, create one single Kajokia. Oh, do you see? While he says pretending he does not have one, he is giving you one. Listen, children. Stop crying. Perhaps uh, I'm growing old and should join the research institution for the elderly. Double A ARP. Arpa is a party for retirees, but don't look, you are so vibrant. I could ah, not well. even tell you how old you are. Are you 22? Are you 82? It is impossible. Your skin is flawless. Perhaps it is for the best. I will see you in the morning. Uh, with love. <laughs> don't look! And when the sun rises, so too will my spirits, for don't look will be with us again, children. Ha ha ha! Dramatic guitar. Heard from uh, a <laughs> new writer. Ooh. A reanimated bit. What? That's, that's what Reanimates. Re- reanimated bit. Reanimated bit. And a bit. Uh, it says, hi, Florence. Oh, hi. I've been listening to your podcast for oh, some hi. time and have tried to spread it around as best he could. Slather it. Considering we're the only podcast he listens to. Uh, we appreciate that, though. <laughs> um, and then there is uh, something something he's yet to see. Are there any insectoid cryptids? Man, you know, we've, we've kind of gotten close to it here and there. But... Um as an entomologist, I should know that, and I don't. Well, we, yeah, the, we've hit on a couple here and there. I, I mean, Mongolian deathworm would would fall sort of into this category, and I feel like there was a there was another one that, that we might. But it's yeah, it's it's a good question. That's that's really hard. Um, we're, we'll have to we'll have to check in. on Yeah, it that's see. a that's a really good question. I feel like honor bound to know the answer to that, and I don't. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's. I mean, like. The manticore has sort of a scorpion tail. You know, there's lots of little bits and pieces that are incorporated, but yeah, interesting. Hmm. And he he says uh, he thinks that the knuckleavy is probably the most metal cryptid he has yet to hear about. It is pretty metal. It's well, true. it's got a song. It's got a song. I mean, it's not a metal song. It's got but no it's, flesh. That's right. It Rides a horse. Part of a horse. All, all of a horse. Some of a horse. It's it's pretty much a, it's a living 
eternal guitar riff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's probably the bridge uh, after, <laughs> yeah, after the Duelahan. Yeah. The, oh, the Duelahan is kind that's of the, true. the riff. Maybe I they're think. in the same band. Well, they're they're both Irish. Yeah. So perfect. <laughs> uh, thank you, reanimated bit. Ooh, bringing that bit back. Uh, we got one from Gerald. Oh, hi, Gerald. <laughs> I haven't heard from you for a while. Welcome back, sir. What's so nice to hear on? from you. Uh, Gerald, huge fan of our German techno laugh track, What If I Kicked You in Ding Ding. What is this song now? What If I Kicked <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> so uh, he's absolutely going to rip that for his ringtone. Yeah. Uh, and wants to know if there's a single track available for the song. Well, we- at the moment, no, but I... I personally very much want to record the, a full version of it and shoot a music video. <laughs> I really want to do that. It's the worst. It's like two minutes of a like a concrete ledge in black and white. Oh god, yeah. And the, <laughs> the camera's like shaky, and there's lots of like like complete like like found, like uh, reused old black and white footage. Yeah, and then like some of it is inverted. Um, oh like, yeah, like uh, color. So, oh god! So the yeah. black stuff's white, the, the white negative, stuff's black. It, it, the negative, yeah. yeah. Oh god! Well, see, we're sometimes these things do themselves. Yeah, we and, don't have to do much work. Yeah, at all. so I I really want that to happen. So that's on the that's on my personal <laughs> wish list. Thanks, Gerald. Thanks, Gerald. And that's it. Uh, Gerald did not write anything else to us. He certainly didn't call me out to the penalty box. Who? What? Yeah, uh, he's right. Uh, I used a word wrong. And he's right, because oh. I, I uh, implied that uh, Edgar Casey had uh, some superhuman ability to recall information, which he claims to have had, uh, which I said was uh, made him an autodidact, which literally just means that he was self-taught. Oh. Yeah. No. And, uh, man, I, I'm not, I'm going to try to wiggle. You're right. The cuffs are on, and I'm going. Yeah, you better not. Back to, to resist to rest. jail. They just add time on for that. Yeah. No, I'm I'm laying down on the face down on the floor. I give up. <laughs> wow. Good caller, Gerald. <laughs> um, he apologizes, but it's just too much fun to listen to us suffer. So eh, I like that. Yeah, that's I like why. that we invented a part of the podcast that we're genuinely like. Oh, I really don't want to. Get it. Oh, no, they got me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how you know it's working. That's true. What do you got, Flora? Thank thank you, Gerald, for writing in. Yeah, um, thank you, Gerald. And uh, heard back from uh, skating on pigs, eating flapjacks, <laughs> chopping down trees, gonna ride all day. I fell down, now it's a great lake, and I dropped my pen, and that's a canyon. <laughs> Lumberjack Nick, <laughs> he's wrecking the countryside, <laughs> he's making mistakes, and carving up the country. <laughs> Um, <laughs> why well, was that would be great if it's just like a giant clumsy person and that's the reason like oh well you know he didn't tie his shoes and fell down and that's the the rio grand <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah well uh lumberjack nick uh writes us uh about the edgar casey show Ooh, there was there was something in there and uh lumberjack nick writes in uh, about a, a comment uh, we made. And, and I think that Nick took a lot of time to write down uh, some very good thoughts uh, about his faith and uh, and something that, that we, we had said. But I think there was a slight um, misunderstanding in, in here. Um, 
because I, Nick, I think you you thought we were talking about the Bible predicting future events and stuff. What we were actually referring to was the show that's on the freaking History Channel uh, about the Bible code and right. people going back saying that there are what do you even call it? There, there are like little crossword puzzles in, yeah, in the like Bible. Yeah, hidden numerical codes that, that can be deciphered. Right, and- that that they go back through and they're like, oh, because we found this saying something about 9-11 or something yeah. about Hitler, the, the Bible then predicted this through the Bible code. It's something that people have made up uh, and then they, they made the show on and they've made two or three shows and books and all this stuff. Oh on yeah, it. there's no shortage of that stuff. That's the, what the we arithmetic were, of God and yeah, that that's what we were talking about. Any any predictions? We weren't actually speaking of the Bible itself uh, being stupid because it can't predict blah blah blah. Right. That that's absolutely not what what we were uh, talking about. And sorry if if that yeah. <laughs> came across. We didn't do a very good job describing um, the old Bible code, the show, and the book. And right. basically, sometimes I'm just thinking about my next bad British accent. Yeah. Well, um, it's, it's clearly true. I don't think it's about true. it much. <laughs> um, but yeah, we didn't didn't mean to to take you down that path with it. And and thanks for writing in to try and clear up uh, some of that air on it. Uh, and also. He says that he's found a, a lot um, of worth in meditation, and um, he says what he has experienced through that is what Casey may have uh, been experiencing. Is if you know if you open yourself up to the paranormal world, things may communicate back to you. Yeah, and it doesn't mean that it's coming necessarily from a trustworthy source. He says, uh, but it also doesn't mean you know a ghost that you might see was somebody that was kin to you or anything like that. Could be, you know, people have these real experiences. Doesn't mean that it's God communicating with them. Doesn't mean that it's not. Nobody knows. That's the thing. And he says, uh, just be careful when you talk to a part of our universe that we know very little about. Test it before yeah. you believe it. So when you look into the abyss, the abyss looks back. Yeah. So just be careful. Uh, and and again, sorry for any confusion there, uh, Nick. Yep. Um, we're not we're not Bible bashing. We're definitely uh, Bible Bible code the show bashing. Because it gets a little silly. But, yeah. Um, so does Duck Dynasty. Yeah. Well, all, all of that. <laughs> Just, I don't know why I had to throw that. Anyway, uh, thanks thanks for clearing the air there, Nick. Anyway, uh, thanks for writing in. Yes, sir. Keep on skating on those pigs. <laughs> and making giant land features with your clumsy antics. <laughs> oh, man. We got hit by Greg Bach. Who? Greg Bach. Who? <laughs> I can't afford to do this with Greg, the time. Greg, 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 Bach, Bach, Bach. Oh, I, okay. Yep, yep, yep. Rock, shock, Greg, Bach. Tick-tock. Bach, Bach. <laughs> puns. Oh, man. Yeah, no, he is, Greg Bach is just unloaded the pun gun. Oh, goodness. My all face. over our faces, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a comedian who likes to tell jokes based Ooh. on readings he had from people in the audience. His name is Louis KC. <laughs> nice. Wow, wow. Yep. Uh, there's also a funk band whose lyrics are actually of future events. It's uh, you should check out Casey and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Can they write? Watch out, Slenderman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, there's another. There's another pun trending. Oh no. Um, there once lived a hobbit in the Shire, and he generously financed the adventures of Gandalf and all his furry-feeted friends. Who? He was known as the Great Bildo Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
in an effort to make food which will fuel super soldiers, the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency teamed up with the popular pizza train pizza chain <laughs> called DARPA Pajans. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. Better robots, better lasers <laughs> to DARPA Johns. <laughs> deployed to your house in 30 minutes yeah little known fact about one of the great pharaohs was uh his love of fist bumping and every time this great and powerful man gave someone the honor of the pound it was required to say blamsies yeah yeah i get you oh god greg bach you magnificent bastard also uh greg bach wants to uh contribute to uh flora's bitcoin gift accepted F- right off oh man i'm gonna get that i, I you know what you'll you, be laughing when i when i buy my lake tahoe house good with your one f-ing bitcoin <laughs> fake currency <laughs> Jesus. thanks greg thank you greg you're magnificent heard from uh listener emmy nice oh Oh. What you doing there, Emmy? Oh, Emmy. <laughs> it's nice to hear from you. Oh, it's Emmy. It's been so long. Oh, take your jacket so off, Emmy. Long. It's hot in here, Add Emmy. Have some tea. Emmy, stay for a while. I know you're doing a like cream, but I've got sugar. We've got we've got cream and sugar. Did you take care your pick, Emmy. <laughs> care for a biscuit. <sighs> Emmy, Emmy says, how are you, gentlemen? All your base are belonged to puns. Yes! <laughs> oh, I love this. Uh, she's been listening for months, actually. Months and months. And um, she's about halfway through the archive, or or a bit bit plus on the plus side. Uh-huh. Uh, she has no dramatic guitar sound, and she cannot bring the fancy feast, but she can bring the pun pain. Oh, yeah! Watch yourself. Your bit. Your bit. Uh, First, she heard about this dude with a chainsaw and baseball bat who shows up to help out the Ninja Turtles from time to time. Uh Seems he meditates and gets visions that tell him exactly where to be and when. His name... Edgar Casey Jones. Oh, I love it. In 1989, the government formed a committee to look into the increasing number of little girls who reported wanting to be mermaids when they grew up. Huh. This was the Aerial Phenomena Research Organization. <laughs> and yeah. finally, she volunteers at her local cat shelter, and her favorite cat is a golden long hair named Rapunzel. When people come in and ask me, who's that pretty catty? She tells them, them's puns. <laughs> oh puns is a great name for a cat yeah that's true call her rapunzel now just call it puns just puns and uh <laughs> yeah she likes our uh, particular brand of robust malarkey oh it is redolent <laughs> thanks emmy thanks emma oh emmy you should oh, emmy emmy it's, it's always nice to have you boy but i understand you got places to be <laughs> thanks for bringing the puns <laughs> What else you got? Oh, we got one from Mike. Mike. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, so we, uh, actually a fun, interesting correction. So in the Edgar Casey episode, you know, I went on my giant tirade about uh, MDs and DOs, oh, how yeah. they are completely equivalent, mm-hmm. which is true in the US. Oh. And perhaps Canada. But in the UK and continental Europe, it's it's Crackertown. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it's, it says osteopathy remains about the same as it was 100 years ago. A Hildo years ago. Hmm. A straight Hildo. Thank you so much, Mike. Hey, thanks, Mike. That was awesome. It's good to know. Just, uh, I got one more here. Um, we were mentioning this, I think, in the last episode. Uh-huh. Uh, listener Jeff has yeah. been listening since 
episode three. Oh, I love it. Getting in on that ground floor. That ground floor. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you. And uh, finally, you know the reason why pineapple and kiwi and grapes and mandarin oranges, they all just get in that bowl with the coconut. They're not having any fun. They just don't know what to do with themselves. I, th- I thought coconut was a good time. I thought everybody liked him. You call it fruit salad. I call it the greatest lie we've ever seen on the kitchen counter. Oh, no. But then again, I'm just a dark motherfucking lemon. <laughs> dark lemon. <laughs> Hello, dark lemon. Oh, man. Good to hear from you. We have become uh, his semi-motivational, semi-sanity sparing revision break reward for a recent exam. Wow. So if it goes well, we helped. Yeah. If it doesn't go well, it was probably our fault. It's our fault. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Either way, you're blameless. <laughs> uh, did you hear about the terrifying monstrous results that came out of DARPA's secret Machiavellian science division? No. The mistake they made was released into the wild where it plays on, preys on goats and petrified herders who now whisper the name chupacarpa (laughs) (laughs) see that's that's why they had to take the d out it didn't work (laughs) yep yep. oh you hope that's Um, what she said uh really love the philadelphia experiment episode oh nice uh but we were right uh einstein did finally discover the the ultimate theory of everything and kept it quiet he was so despondent with man's inhumanity towards man that he felt that it had to be kept secret even went so far as to say he was out of the physics game and was now devoted to his chain of restaurants Fat Alberts. <laughs> his last act of misinformation was to release a secret recipe for the perfect burger, double cooked and charred down to a minute, but stunningly palatable piece of meat. He called it his puny fried grilled theory. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Wow. That was deep. Yep. He was sawing at the pun bone on that <laughs> one. <laughs> Ouch. And I guess the experiment gives a whole new meaning to port. and how delightfully lovecraftian does starboard suddenly sound in that context it's practically eldritch oh Oh. Oh. he's in the bone he's in the bone (laughs) oh uh superpowers oh nice solar powered night vision and a super sense of dis- <laughs> solar powered night vision. <laughs> it works like just for like thirty minutes at dusk. Yeah, it's <laughs> uh, and uh, a super sense of disquiet. <laughs> Always a fan. Dark Lemon, owner of several gravitons. Oh, can we? Ha- uh, no, no, we can't have one. Oh. He even wrote it in. Is <laughs> a dark lemon. Thank you, dark lemon. Uh, thank you, and thank, thank you, everybody. Yes, you are all magnificent. That's it. We're caught up. We we caught thank up. God, with a massive man, I love episode. it. Uh, it's like cleaning your room. In. Yeah, but your room's full of nice people. <laughs> Uh, thanks for writing in. Keep on writing in. Yes. Uh, you know what to do. Go to all those things that we're on and, and do all the things that we're do on. Do the things that those things tell you to do. Also, importantly, a donate button and audibletrial.com slash blurry photos. Go yeah. get your free membership and uh, audiobook. Yes, please. Yes. So, Punch it. Do it. Twist it. Turn it. Bop, bop it. it. So, uh, yeah. That's, that's, a, that's it for this supplemental. You guys are magnificent. Thank you. See you later. Bye. <laughs> No, get your f*** out! (laughs) Oh, Jimmy.